somebody was attacked. But it seems everyone is fine. Either someone miraculously healed themselves, or someone is not who they say they are. What was it doing to him? It's imitating his cells. I think this thing copies its prey and then hides inside it. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guide to Sequel Remix. Looks like this is episode 276. I'm Marquis Mike. Recording in progress. Yeah. Red light is on. Red light's on. I'm starting to clock. We've been going like hour 10 on uh, on not great movies. So I'm going to try to keep, keep the show tight. Yeah, I'm cool with I'm cool with like maybe trying to, to like zip zip tie our uh Yeah. Our what have you been watching, yeah. that kind of thing, kinda of compress. Uh yeah, we don't need to go an hour or ten on Teen Wolf Two. Like just It is ne- the bad movies necessary. that you want to talk about more though. It you know, is. I, I think Because we're just so like amazed at like how how did this happen? Yeah. Who saw this and was like, Yep, send it out. There's far more to complain about than there is to admire. We're gonna get into it with uh, in this movie, kind of studio involvement and like final cut and directors asking for it. And I just can't believe someone saw Teen Wolf and was like, "Thumbs up, <laughs> let's print it." <laughs> yeah, we're gonna make all the money. <laughs> yeah, so let's just. Well, I did have I did have a small story to begin with. Okay, uh, it's not movie related at all. Uh, for the first time, and like, I'm gonna say so I'm 32. I'm going to say 24 years. I had a McDonald's apple pie today. It's delicious. Is it still good? It's so good. Oh. I got, I wanted to get a quick lunch, and so I went to McDonald's, and they were advertising $6 classic meal, and it was Big Mac, Quarter Pounder. I was like, perfect, that's 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 what I need. Quarter Pounder, French fries, drink. So I said, I would like the classic with a Quarter Pounder, please, and a Diet Coke. But here's the kicker. you You can pick any size Coke you want. I went medium. I, I didn't want to go large. I, I was like, I don't need that much soda. Medium, please. You still get a small fry, which is perfect. Because, you know, you don't need all those fries. And then the lady goes, would you like the apple or holiday pie? And then I looked a little closer. $6 classic meal comes with your choice of pie. I went apple. I didn't know what the holiday one was. Very tasty. It's hot. or It's warm still. Yeah, it's delicious. I'm glad to hear those are still good. Still, 25 years later. I still like a McDonald's apple pie. It has been a long time since I got one of those bad boys. I don't make it a habit, but, you know, a couple weeks, I need a meal. I'm going to go get another quarter pounder and an apple pie. Do they still come in the fun little cardboard container? No, this comes in like a full cardboard box now. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, yeah, they used to come in that like slide It was just like a sleeve. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah now like this, pocket. this is like a box. You have to open one end and then it's that. But then it slides out and you can still use the cardboard as, as your, uh, your holder. Yeah. Nice. As you work your way through the pie. Nice. So, uh, that's all I had. I just, I just had that. I had to share that with you. I'm I, stoked for you. Yeah, I know you don't eat fast food, but maybe you're on a road trip. Maybe instead of going to Taco Bell, you get a little McDonald's, get that apple pie. I'm stoked. And I am I am curious what the holiday pie is. Mm-hmm. Because back in my day, it was apple cherry. You had your choice between an apple yeah. pie or a cherry pie. Yeah. This was holiday pie. Maybe it's like a pumpkin spice or pumpkin something spice, like that. Pumpkin spice. Christmas, maybe with cranberry in it. Oh, yeah. Cranberry yeah. might be a good... Uh, that'd be a good holiday yeah. flavor. Or maybe it's just like a fucking ham. Yeah. Or maybe it is the cherry pie and they just rebranded it. That's 
It's just the cherry pie. It's cherry pie. It's you red. Eat, it's red though. You can eat cherry pie in the holidays. Hell yeah, you can. You yeah. can eat cherry pie holidays, not holidays. I don't like this. I mean, um, I like pumpkin pie. Some weekends, but this idea that Christmas or Thanksgiving rolls around, I'm like, hey, what kind of dessert should we make? I offer blueberry pie, and someone's gonna tell me well, that's not traditional. It's like pie. The tradition is pie. That's what I thought too. I thought the traditional was just pie. Just pie. No, apparently. Well, if it's not pumpkin or apple. Or pecan, it's not a holiday pie. Mm. Uh, no, I'll eat any pie, any holiday. You want to bring me a coconut cream pie on Thanksgiving? I'll eat it. Damn right. They celebrate Thanksgiving in Hawaii. So, yeah. Outside of that, that's it. I just want to share that. <laughs> what are you watching? We're tightening it, we're tightening it up. Didn't watch a ton, because I knew we were going to tighten it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, finished uh, Making a Murder Season mm. 2. Uh, if you haven't seen Season 1... Watch it. If you haven't seen season two, watch it. Okay. Very interesting. Season two gets into some really cool kind of evidentiary side of things. Uh, testing and stuff like that. Pretty cool. More scientific than one. Um, yeah, interesting. Good show. Great. They got a good thing going there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I I went these three years without spoiling anything. I had no idea what happened to any of these, yeah. these dudes that were in jail and involved Googling with this. It. I just, yeah. For all you know, he could have been released. He, yeah, he could have been. that could have been the end of season two. He like, could have been the neighbor living next door. I wouldn't know. Yeah, what do you know about that? There he is. <laughs> um, and then I watched Phantom Thread. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, Daniel Day-Lewis. Crushing yeah. it. Good movie. Great actor. Um... I recommend that movie. I don't think it's necessarily for everyone. Yeah. I think it's good. It's slow. Yeah. It's long. It's a bit of a period piece. So, yeah, I mean. But you you, you think it's good? Yeah, it's great. Okay. It's great. Uh, Knowing that this was his last film, though, good one to go out on? If, 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 you're, if you're DDL? If I was DDL, I would have went out on Last Mohicans. Bless just me. Just because you can't top it. Get get to the nineties. You can't like, fucking top. It. Nope. <laughs> this is it. This is the best I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. All right, I, it's on my uh, it's on my queue. It's on, it's on my Hulu watch because it's on Hulu. And I'm like, I'm going to watch this movie. I'm I'm going to do it. But you know, you got to be in the mood for a fan thread. Yeah, because it does. I mean, it's it, it, like an art film, like. You know, yeah, you gotta, you gotta be in a mindset where you're like, okay, I'm gonna put down my phone, I'm gonna pay attention, and that that's exactly like yeah. what I did. Great I, acting. I know he eats uh, breakfast in it because I watched this YouTube channel where this guy recreates food and he made the breakfast and it looked good. It's uh, a hell of a breakfast. <laughs> he's a he's a he's a tailor. He is. I know a, nothing about this movie for it being like nominated for Academy Awards and stuff. He is a dress designer and uh, maker. Okay. So a designer, mm-hmm. may, I, I don't know what you would call that in the in the early, late forties, early fifties. Yeah. Taylor is good. Dressmaker. Just dressmaker. Dressmaker. Yeah, he's a dressmaker. Yeah, so he's like a uh, in in London on the London social scene a a highly kind of renowned dress high end dressmaker. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Gotta give that a watch. It's good. Oh, it's good. Yeah, yeah, I gotta do that. I mean, it's there. It's there, it's there for the watching. Yep. And that's all. That's all I watch. Oh. Well, I'll do you one better. As far as tightening up, I only watched one movie this week. Oh. I watched the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we were waiting for this. Yeah. I was waiting for this. I, I was like, 
I'm not going to decide if I'm going to watch this unless Mark tells me to. It's Coen Brothers. <laughs> it's got a lot of the Coen Brothers, you know, the the stuff you like, the kind of the dark humor, but Co- then also... Coenisms. Coenisms. Uh, one thing you really take away from it, it was like watching as many movies as I watched this year just because of the show, uh, these guys are great film. Like, just every shot, like, that's beautiful. Like, just because it's a Western, and it's like, this, what a great... You can take any of these shots and just, like, blow it up and put it on your wall. It's really nice. Right. It's perfect for Netflix because it is. Uh, so it's a it's a it's six movies. Right. It, it's uh, minuets. I guess an anthology or just mini whatever you want to call yeah. it. Uh, but they all kind of take place in the same time, which they're all westerns, I guess. Um, so it feels great watching it on Netflix. You're like, oh, I could stop this if I wanted to, but it kind of feels like I'm binging a show. Uh, but with that, there are so there's six of them. I'd say. Two are really good. Two are good. One is okay, and one is not very good. That was my kind of ranking. Um, I don't know how that works in a theater. Like, I don't know in a theater if I would have got bored eventually. Because, like, you watch, it's 20 minutes, and then that story's over. And it's like, all right, well, here's the next one. And I feel like I would check my, I have to check my watch at a certain point. I, I, there's I, no, like, through plot where you're like, ooh, are they going to get the guy at the end? Or, you know, whatever. You're looking for the right. resolution. I, I've never seen a, a, a minuet. I think that is that the right minuet. Mi- minuet. I've never seen a minuet, you know, framed film in the theater. Yeah, that I can recall. I've seen many. Right, but in but th- yeah, never in the theater. Yeah, so yeah, get, I don't know how that would get your big bucket theater, of popcorn. And yeah. I guess if you're ready for it, yes. You're fine if you just it. know, like, okay, I'm gonna be here for a while. But um, there were times where, like, the the two I didn't like that much. I was like, oh, this is kind of dragging. How much longer do we have till I get to the next one? But then there were two that I was like. I, I wish this was a two-hour movie. This was so great. But the the really good ones had beginnings, ends, like character development, like everything you want from a film, but they do it in 20 minutes. It's great. So uh, it's like a B. I'll, I'll give it a B. Nice. It's on Netflix. Watch it. It's really good. And then, yeah, if there's one you don't like, there's another one coming after it. Unless you don't like the last one, then it's over. Then, then you threw away your night. Just, I don't know, <laughs> roll that into, like, The Big Lebowski or... There you go. You know, yeah, yeah. Whatever else is on uh, True Grit, whatever else is streaming, just uh, you'll follow it up. Like, all right, here's it on the queue. Autoplay. Yeah, here, here, here's another one. Let it rip. Martin Fink, right after this western. <laughs> just let it go. So that's it. That's all I watched. Um, yeah, I liked it. Uh, yeah, I don't think I finished the show or anything. So that's it. I oh I did, oh may I may I amend mine? Yeah. I also dipped into on Amazon uh, Homecoming. Okay. I don't know if you know about this I've show. I've heard a lot of good things. Okay, I see so the trailer. The, this show is, they've adapted a, a fictional podcast yes. to TV. Right. And um, I've been a big fan of podcasts for a long time. Uh, it was, we do one. We do one. So. The Homecoming podcast is excellent. Yeah. The show's excellent. I wish they would have taken their podcast casting mm-hmm. into the show. I think those characters would have been great, yeah. but the casting for the show is great too. Is Homecoming the podcast a fictional podcast? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. It is a, a fully scripted and acted. It's got um, um, Poe Dameron from Star Wars. Uh, oh, this is the show. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is the podcast. No, yeah, yeah. But I, was, uh, you, I think you were talking about this. Isn't it like Catherine Hahn or. Uh... Um, not Catherine Hahn, uh, um, the Catherine from Forty Year Old Virgin. Yes, um, what was her name? 
But yes, her. She was in. Yeah. I think we talked about we were talking about like uh, yeah, Get Out. Yeah, Dameron, David Schwimmer. Yeah, are some of the voice actors, and then uh, the TV show. The main character is Julia Roberts, mm-hmm. and then um, Danny Cannavale or something. He plays like David Schwimmer's character. Oh, uh, Bobby Cannavale. Oh yeah, Bobby from, like, Cannavale. Uh, vinyl. Yep. And I really like him. Yeah, me too. Every time I like him in things. Yeah, and then dramas, um, comedies, he does it all. A couple other guys. A guy from Shameless is in it. Um, but yeah, William H Macy. No, oh. uh, the the oldest son. I don't know his real name. Catherine good, Keener. Good actor though, Catherine Keener. She probably came up when we were doing Sicario, Day of the Soldado. Yes, yes, yes. But then that's what you're talking. So about, yeah, so. the Homecoming show is great, yeah. and I don't think you need to listen to the Homecoming podcast okay. to be primed for it because it is. Basically, word for word. Yeah. So, you think uh, you just you know there's billions of podcasts. You think everybody does a podcast and you're not really a fan of it though? How you were like, I like podcasts. I was like, yeah, well, you do one. Yeah, I hope you like it. Then I was like, well, there's millions of podcasts. Maybe there is someone who's like hit record. People want to hear my thoughts. But I was like, I don't subscribe to anything. Like that's their podcast. Is they're not into no, podcasts? No, no. Their their podcast is whatever. Uh, you know, okay. they do a podcast on uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but they just go, "Oh, well, what other podcasts you listen to?" Like, I don't. Not my bag. Oh, you. Is there someone that does a podcast? Does podcast that doesn't listen to any but, other podcast? Yes. Just not a fan of it. Not a fan of the media. Yeah, I, I bet. I, yeah. I bet there There's is. There's so many. I bet there is. And. After we're done recording, I'll tell you who it is. All right, fair enough. Speaking of podcasts, I always do these plugs at the end. Um, we're now on uh, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Google Play. We're on TuneIn, so if you have a Echo or Alexa-enabled device, you could just say, Alexa, subscribe to DBTG Podcast, a guide to sequel remakes, and boom, you're subscribed right there. Hopefully my voice just did that to millions of homes. That would be so cool. I'm hoping that's what happened, but uh, yeah, there's another spot you can get us. All right, that's what we've been watching. Now you have a, a, a pitch. Yes, okay. Did we we need transitions. We need, I need, like, a soundboard to, like, did have a transition. the name of this thing? I said pitch please when I did it, but then you said you were going to work on one. I like pitch please. Pitch please, yeah. I, we'll go with pitch please until I have time yeah. to work on one. I need to get sound clips. I'm sure it was said in uh, Pitch Perfect. Someone must have said that phrase. Probably, yeah. Pitch please. Yeah. Okay. So, until we get our sound effects device, yeah. which will probably just be a cell phone. Yeah. Oh, that's what I would do. Yeah, I would just hit it right here. Pitch, please. I am proposing a sequel to the 2003, I want to say mega hit. I'm not sure it was a mega hit. It was a hit. It was a popular film. I do understand that maybe not a lot of people saw this in theater. I didn't look into the research. Yeah. I want to see a remake to 2003's School of Rock. A remake of it? Oh, wait. Sequel. Sequel. A sequel to it. A sequel to School of Rock. We'll just call it School of Rock 2 yeah. for now. Okay. School of Rock 2 colon for now. For now, yeah. Um, bring, bring back Jack Black. Any supporting characters. Now, here's the thing. There's two options I thought of this movie. We can somehow contrive a reason to get all the old band back together. Yeah. For some reason. Like, Battle of the Bands reunion or or something. Mm. Or we introduce the world to a bunch of new kid actors that Jack Black is then instructing or something. I had a small scenario that I thought of. Yeah. 
Now let me run it by you. This is just merely a scenario of maybe what we could do with this film. Okay. Neebly, his roommate. Yeah. Forgets to pay the insurance bill one week. Coincidentally, the studio burns down with all their gear. The only way they can buy more gear is to win a battle of bands. Mm. So, somehow we got to get gear so you can have gear to play battle of bands. Yes. Can't do acapella. Right. Let's run Pitch Perfect. Pitch, please. So that is my rough proposal for a film. Yeah. School of Rock 2, for now. People are clamoring for it. It's on Broadway. School of Rock's on Broadway? School of Rock, yeah. It was adapted. I think um, the guy who did Cats. Okay. Uh, I can't think of that guy's name. Yeah, he does all the musicals. Right. Uh, yeah, I think he, he did uh, did music for, uh, yeah. But yeah, School of Rock. It's on, it's on Broadway now. So it, it's it's in the zeitgeist. People in 2018 want to see School of Rock. So and Jack Black for a movie. Jack Black is still he can still draw an audience. From what I hear, scene stealer star of Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. I thought you saw that. I haven't seen it. Oh, I haven't either. But Jack Black, from what I hear, is the star of it. Right. From parents who have kids who say, "Hey, saw Jumanji this weekend. Jack Black was hilarious." Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think he can still draw an audience. I, um, I know he has done like special things at like Tenacious D concerts, or whatever, mm-hmm. where he has the, the 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 people that played the kids, his yeah. band, in that come on stage and play with him. Um, I, I lean more towards a new group of kids. That yeah, I think that's the that's the yeah. I mean, so two thousand three. 15 years later, those kids are like 30 now. Yeah, and I mean, I think... There's it, nothing fun about that. I think it could maybe work to bring them back somehow, but I'm more a fan of some new kids, some new hijinks to get into, and a new pickle to get out of with yeah. by playing rock and roll music. I'm looking at the cast now. New songs. And I mean, none, none of those kids want to do anything, so they're available. Well, that's the, that's the thing is... is we had this cast of characters and none of them did anything. Now one of those. them really went on to... Yeah. I thought for sure one of them was like, uh, you know, the like the girl who was in True Grit. But she wasn't in that movie, so... <laughs> yeah, I was like, isn't one of them like 20 now and starring alongside like Bruce Willis in Split? Or on a WB show? Anything. Yeah, yeah. but no, not, none of them. You know, like supporting cast on Flash? On yeah. On Flash? Like... Now one of them can be yeah. on The Flash. It is. And I don't know where those kids came from. Were they actors? Or were they from yeah, I wonder like if they a, all were a, really a musicians. Music school yeah. kind of thing. But that is my proposal. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, do we need it? Did we need it? School of Rock <laughs> 2. Working title. Yeah. I think people will see it. I think so. Yeah. I think Jack Black could still, could still do stuff. And I think he could... Uh, oh, he didn't do sequels. Is that his rule? I have no idea. He's not in Ghost, but He's not in uh, Goosebumps 2 that came out this I'm October. I'm pretty sure he is in that. Oh, he wasn't in the trailer. I was like, why is there a Goosebumps I'm pretty sure he, I think he drops in on that movie. Does he? Okay. I'm pretty sure. They keep him out of the commercial. I was like, how are you going to have a Goosebumps movie with no R.L. Stein? Because he plays R.L. Stein in the first one. I think he drops in on that somehow. Maybe right. just a, a, a small... Well, I take it back, and I will watch that then when it comes on Netflix. Because <laughs> uh, I watched Goosebumps, the first one, and I was like, this isn't a bad movie. 
I've not seen that. Yeah. I did want to see a house with the clock it's in for form. kids. Oh, yeah, he's doing that. Mostly because Kate Blanchett. Bet he won't be in part two, though. That's more <laughs> clocks in the wall. More houses, more clocks. Yeah, so School of Rock 2. School of Rock 2. I mean, we, we have a whole... There's a... I mean, there's all kinds of great music yeah. you can get going on that. So does he play with kids? I don't... I, see, that's the thing. I, I just... It, it was such a good character and such yeah. a cool premise. Maybe it isn't about him forming a band with kids to, for his own selfish, yeah. you know, needs. Maybe it is... Because at the end of School of Rock, know. he opens, like... A music school. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. So that's why my scenario was Neebly forgets to pay the insurance yeah. and the building breaks yeah. down. Well yeah, so but yeah, I mean maybe maybe that maybe School Rock Two is him like trying to relive that, let's build another band, we got yeah. the talent and realizing that this kid is a better guitar player and a better singer and he needs to step back and let him lead the band. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Is School Rock good? Yeah. It's good? Yeah, okay. it's good. Man, I haven't seen that movie in a minute. But, I mean, it's on Broadway now. Yeah, School Rock is good. People, uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber did the music for School of Rock, and it's, yeah. <laughs> Nominated for Tonys, I guess. Yeah, School Rock's good. Had a great cast. Had uh, uh, Joan Cusack was in it. Yeah. The, the kids were great. I mean... Just like Sarah Silverman was in it. Yeah, she that's, was. That's, yeah, Neebly's girlfriend. That's, yeah. that's where it stopped for me. And it was just a bunch of kids. And, and all their IMDb headshots were still of them as kids. <laughs> that means you're And out. then spot checking a couple of them. I was like, oh, it just stopped. It's cool. Yeah, that means you're out of the business. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think it would work. I think so. Um, I had no, I, I'm trying to think of like, boom, school rock into the thing, but... I got nothing. And you figure The Thing would be able to work so easily in so many transitions because the movie is simply called The Thing. But, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I was so distracted by the casting of School of Rock. You forgot. I forgot how, to, how, to, how, how, how I do this. But, we did it. That's what we did. We watched 2011's prequel to 1982's John Carpenter's The Thing, which was a, a loose remake of 1951's The Thing from, Outer, from Another World, which is based on the novella Who Goes There, a science fiction novella by John W. Campbell. All of them share the same basic premise, which is that a uh, research team in Antarctica comes across an alien who has crash-landed in the ice and is thawed out and then wreaks havoc on uh, the researchers throughout the all, uh, throughout them all. We mainly focused on 1982's The Thing and 2011's The Thing. I don't even know if you can watch The Thing from Another World. It is. I did check. You can rent that on Amazon okay. Prime in HD for like three bucks. I yeah. thought about doing it, but I didn't. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll check it out. I don't know. It seems like it is missing the uh, part of the thing where the thing is a person, but it still could be good. Who knows? Right. Uh, so, 1982's John Carpenter's The Thing stars uh, Kurt Russell, Keith David, 
uh, Wilford Brimley. Mm-hmm. They are an American research team in Antarctica. But you can't recognize Wilford Brimley without a mustache. <laughs> no, he has no mustache. All I have is like, is that his voice? I think it's. It I sounds think it's like Wilford him. Brimley. If you close your eyes, you're like, oh yeah, that's Wilford Brimley. Then you look on the screen, it's like, oh yeah, who's who's doing a Wilford Brimley impersonation? <laughs> they play an American out, uh, research outpost, which. Um, comes across a Norwegian helicopter chasing down a sled dog. Those people die, and because of the mystery, uh, Russell, or Russell, uh, Kurt Russell's character, McCready, helicopter pilot, he and a doctor go investigate the Norwegian base, which is uh, burnt down and in a mess. In ruins. They they come across a, a a researcher who's killed himself and a weird burnt humanoid thing. It could be one person. It could be multiple people burnt together. They bring it back to their thing. And the sled dog that the Norwegians were chasing turns out it's an alien that can uh, replicate, I guess, make itself look like whatever it's killed. In this case, it was a sled dog. Uh, But then it can do that to people. And now... This movie becomes like this uh, mystery, thriller, horror movie where no one is safe and everyone's a suspect of who the thing is. And from there, their numbers dwindle, but they're always looking over their shoulder trying to figure out who is the thing. 1982's thing. Did you watch this in preparation for this week's show? I did. Yeah. What were your thoughts? This is your first time seeing the thing? No. I've seen it multiple times. Yeah. Uh, What were your thoughts watching the thing? I hadn't seen it in a few years. Yeah. Still think I, I really like it. I think it holds up in certain aspects. It is very dated in the special effects. Yes, it's it's so obviously dated. It's it that is distracting. Yeah, for me. But other than that, I mean, Russell's crushing it. Yes, I came. I stumbled across the thing at probably way too young of an age, but it was an age where I loved Kurt Russell. I'm going to say 1994, so I was nine. Because uh, Tombstone was my favorite movie at that time. And then I loved Captain Ron, Escape from New York, and The Thing. Those those are my movies. And I watch The Thing like every like two years. I love this. It's so it's such a good movie. It is. It's it's it's, it's tense. All the characters are great. Like every character, kind of you you get a sense of like the personality of each character, and then yeah, it just turns this like mystery. Who's the thing? And while the special effects are dated, this is the problem I think a lot of movies from the eighties have. It's just you know, technology got so much better. Yeah, it's still there are things in it though where because you know they're practical. I some of them I still kind of marvel at like, man, that's pretty cool. Someone built that. Someone someone built like this weird. Face, you know, the, the, especially the last one, where it's just like the tower with the face. I was like, yeah, that's kind of cool. Someone made that, or like even the dog when the dog and all the tentacles come out. Um, but yeah, it it looks cheesy, but I think a lot of things that those times do. I wonder what holds up. Um, I don't have anything on top of my head. But I just wonder, like, I know we've watched movies, yeah, that were like that held up, yeah, but I can't name one right now, but. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Is this body horror? We were talking about it uh, <laughs> with uh, with uh, Overlord, and it was described as body horror, and I'm watching this like, is this body horror? This I, seems I, like body horror. I don't know. I honestly don't think body horror is a real 
a, a real like way to describe anything. I read it in a uh, Entertainment Weekly article. That's what they described Overlord. It's like, oh, it's body horror. I'm gonna say there's a definition because uh, if it is, I was like, ah, this is pretty solid. But watching, it, I go, you know what? I think I can hang with body horror. It's a film subgenre. It's called body horror or biological horror. It's a subgenre of horror which intentionally showcases graphic or physiologically disturbing violations of the human body. Mutation, zombification, gratuitous violence, disease, and unnatural movements. Hmm. Um, yeah, body horror. So we're talking about any Tool music video. Oh, yeah. Tool music video? <laughs> That'd be so, body horror. That's body horror. That's body horror. <laughs> <laughs> this movie um, was not a financial success. It, uh, reading, doing some research, this actually cost John Carpenter uh, a job with Universal Studios. He was set to uh, direct Stephen King's Firestarter, but because this movie did so poorly at the box office, it was kind of panned by critics at the time, uh, he ended up losing that job and they just bought him out of his contract. Hmm. Uh, he, he had a picture deal. Um <clears throat> It went on to get a cult following um, once it was released on uh, VHS. I think this, you know, was a big movie store thing. Right. People love the thing. But back in 1982, not so many people. It only grossed $19 million domestically. It opened number eight at the box office Mm. uh, to E.T., which was in its third week, Blade Runner, Firefox, Rocky III, Star Trek II, Annie, Poltergeist, and then finally The Thing. Also, opening that weekend, Mega uh, Mega Force. What a fucking year that That's was! That's a holy a, shit. You can just keep going to the movies <laughs> every, every every day. Just go to the movies. Some something's great. Uh, it does the it does have one of the I, I think that was just the coolest fucking title title credit opening. Oh, the outer space! Yeah, and then just the way it the opens. Thing, yeah, it was that was rad. Yeah, that was cool. Well, yeah, I think it's great. People love the thing. It's awesome. It's a good movie. 2011, we get another movie called The Thing, uh, which had an interesting campaign because I go, is this a remake? And then I watched it and I go, this is not a remake. I had no fucking idea. I don't know how I feel about them not calling it The Thing <laughs> colon Origins or The Thing The Beginning. I can't, I don't know. I can't, it's weird because I, this movie should have been advertised as a Thing prequel. Not a thing remake. I thought it was a. I had no idea. I yeah. started watching it, and I, I mean, I didn't even know. I didn't know till the end what the fuck was going on. So this movie starring <laughs> Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Joel Edgerton, uh, Adewale Ing, Adijibeye. I, I butchered that, but you know, you know, you know that guy. Yeah, Mr. Echo. Yeah, Mr. Echo, Killer Croc for you DC fans out there. Uh, Eric Christian Olsen. They star in The Thing, 2011, which is set in 1992. Stars uh, American... Uh, 82. Set in 82. Set in 82, yeah. yes. Paleontologist who is brought to Antarctica after a discovery is made. Uh, she goes there. She goes to a Norwegian research base where they find an alien spacecraft and an alien specimen that they dig out, bring back to the research lab. It thaws out, escapes, and now it's the movie The Thing, where it is replicating people's uh, people on the base, and now everyone is suspect of everyone, and their numbers dwindle. Uh, it ends with a sled dog escaping, and a Norwegian helicopter 
chasing it down. It ends with the beginning of the thing. The beginning of the thing. Again, not advertised this way. Until, so as I was watching it, I would, I'm like, is this a prequel? Or, because where they are now looks exactly like the burned down ruins. I'm like, oh, this is a prequel. Then I'm like, oh no, this is a remake. Because it's like following the same. Yes. Like, oh, it is a remake. I'm just confused. Once the thing's there, it's like, it's it's a lot of the same beats. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you didn't get it till the very end when the dog. I don't there. think I got it. I, I was back and forth on what they were doing yeah. until it cuts to actual footage of John Carpenter's movie. Yeah. Then I knew. I I got it probably when Joel Edgerton's Carter sticks that axe in the door. I go, that's the axe. Mm. That's, I, I read that on... Um, the wiki page. Uh, I, I did research before I started the movie, and it, it was listed as a prequel. I was like, oh, it's a prequel? And then I was like, oh, then when you get there and everybody's speaking um, a different language, that's like, oh, it's the Norwegian base. Very cool. Um, was this your first time watching the thing? Yeah. As we both, yeah. What's your tweet link uh, review of The Thing 2011? Since they didn't put a colon, I have to keep referring to it as 2011. Tweet link review. Who's in this movie again? Uh, Joel Edgerton and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. And Mr. Echo. Ah, oh, you gotta go first. Kill a crap for you, DC fans. <laughs> um, I call it, it's a serviceable companion to a classic film, like a beloved classic film. It does a good job of tying together questions from the first, but ultimately it is kind of um, a lesser knockoff. Okay. I, I would say a run-of-the-mill science fiction horror movie with a moderate payoff at the end yeah. for fans of the classic John Carpenter movie, movie, I guess. So this movie, 2011, The Thing, it um, was not well-received. It kind of came and went. It had a $38 million budget, only grossed $16 million domestically. Uh, opened number three its its weekend against Real Steel, which was in its second week, Footloose remake, The Thing, Ides of March, and Dolphin Tales kind of round out the thing. That's a lot of bad movies. Compared to 1982. Though I hear Real Steel's pretty good. These are just a bunch of movies I've never seen. I did see <laughs> Ides of March, but, yeah, I was going through this list. I was, you compare it to uh, E.T., Blade Runner, Firefox, I don't know what Firefox is. That space um. movie. I don't. That's the one. That's the only one I really okay. didn't know in there. Rocky three, Star Trek two, Annie, Poltergeist, The Thing. I was like, I've seen all those movies. Real Steel, didn't see it. Footloose, didn't see it. The Thing, I didn't see it until yesterday. Ides of March, I did see that, but that was a rental. And then Dolphin Tail, didn't see it. They don't make them like they used to. Well, they don't. <laughs> Back in they there. Really, that is a uh, true statement. But let's start with what we did like about The Thing. What's the good? Uh, I like the casting. I like Mary Elizabeth Winstead, that Joel Egerton guy. He seems all right. I've seen him in a few things. He seems fine. I was going to enjoy him in movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like the ca- I like the casting. I like the setting. Um, big fan of anything that is happening in a cold, snowy region. Yeah. And so I chose, but by the way, this is a Christmas movie. So that's why. Right, right. That's this why we're is doing our, yeah. This is our Christmas cold, movie. Cold winter movie. Yeah. It might have been December. Okay. Yeah. It's always December. No, it's the first day. It's, it's. It's the last day of fall. 
Okay. Because the thing starts with uh, Kurt Russell that's says, right. oh, on the first day of winter. Yep, that's right. Yeah. So, I don't know, what's that? December t- 21st? Or first day of winter is November 21st. Oh, okay. I think. Well, so, it's right. a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> so, yeah. The Norwegians just don't celebrate it. So, right. That's what right. Yeah, I really liked um, the two leads. Yeah. And there wasn't a lot of character development for really anybody else, but the two leads were fine. Yeah. Um, I did like seeing the dude from Game of Thrones who looked exactly the same from yeah, his Game of Thrones yeah. character. Yeah, Tor- Giants Bane, Tor- Tor- yeah. Giants Bane, whatever his name is. Kind of did a lot of wide eyes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's, we'll get into that with the bad. But, um, yeah, I had that too. I also thought the first half was good. Not Maybe not in the first half. The tension leading up to the thing being released and maybe like the first time the thing takes takes out somebody, I thought the tension was really good, but then at a certain point it does kind of fall apart. And I was like, man, this is just the thing again. Like, doing it again. It's just not as well. Yeah, the, it falls apart when the... When the... They did too much with the monster. Yes. Yeah. That was my, that was my opinion. Yeah, because the best part of the thing is like, it's, it's a mystery. It's, it's a mystery movie. Yeah, like, the, yeah. the monster's rarely seen... Uh, and this might be a problem with just, or I think a lot of things have a problem with this, which is with too much CGI. And it's like, there was a, maybe it was like kind of the curse of being able, too much technology. Back when you had practical effects, it's like, we can, we got three scenes with yeah. the monster because it's very expensive to build this. Yeah. yeah. Kind of loses the charm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, at a certain point, especially the end where it's just like, oh man, it's just like a monster fight. Um, as opposed to, but the first half, I liked it. I skip, uh, when Mr. Echo, Jameson, in this movie, goes to check out the blocked ice, I, I was in it. I was terrified for what's good. You just knew something was going to happen. And, you know, you kind of get the first jump scare, and it got me. And then the ice breaks. I was like, <laughs> that, was good. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Doubled up on I, I like how we just jumped into it, too. I was like, oh, man, we're getting right into the thing. I almost thought it was going to be a thing where, like, the thing escapes, he comes out, tells everybody, escaped. Everybody laughs at him, of course. And then they come, and then I thought, like, the ice was going to be fine again. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I liked that. I was like, oh, fuck, this monster got yeah, out. Yeah, what the fuck happened here? Yeah, and then it's right into, we got to go hunt this down. Yeah. And that's kind of where I was like, okay, definitely prequel, because that that they, they replicated the, the ice yes. that Kurt Russell finds. Yeah. Pretty well, but then I, yeah, you know, I still went back. I still went back thinking, I don't know if this is a prequel or not. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, and then the last kind of thing I had for the good um, was I do for a movie that is a prequel that's done thirty years later. Um, I thought they did a really good job of paying attention to the details of like replicating like the ice thing and the layout of the base and you know having the axe in the door like the guy who kills himself. Yeah, at the end and like all the stuff that. Um, Kurt Russell's character finds is kind of answered. Like, the, the two-headed monster thing is, while watching it, I was like, oh, that's kind of corny looking. I like that it paid off the 1982 of, like, how did that thing get created? Right. Yeah. Um. So, I watch The Thing, like I said, every two... I, I'll throw, That's a movie I'll just throw on every couple of years, throw on Thing. I really enjoy it. I was not going to watch it for this week's show. Just because I've, I've seen it a million times. I watched The Thing, 2011. It ended. I immediately grabbed my copy of The Thing, <laughs> threw it in. 
just because the ending of it, the dog chasing the helicopter, it kind of had that like Dawn of the Dead remake ending, yes. where like they throw you know Mary Elizabeth uh, Winstead, and then it cuts back to the helicopter. Then Joel Edgerton, you know, goes it, it was doing that thing, and yeah. then it finally ended. And just at the ending, it made me want to go watch the thing. So I give him credit for that. And then I watched the thing, and I enjoyed myself for an hour and forty minutes. <laughs> Uh, what didn't we like about the thing? I think we kind of mentioned the over overdone CGI monster effect yeah. kind of thing. Um, I what I didn't like, which I really like about the Kurt Russell movie, is not only is there the mystery, like there, there's there's three enemies. There's the monster. Yeah. There's the mystery, and then there's the environment. Yeah. And this movie kind of. The mystery is there, but brief. Yes. The monster is there, but the environment's not. Right. And I, I didn't like that. Because yeah. they are in fucking Antarctica. Yeah. Although, in the original... So, maybe they had to, like, push that aside. Because in the original, it's like, oh, we have to get ready for this, like, snowstorm coming. And it's like, well, this is the day before, so maybe no snowstorm's coming. But yeah, it still would have been cold. Yeah, but then, like, Kurt Russell says things like, you know... In two hours, it's going to be minus 100 degrees. Minus 100 right. hours. And that just would be yeah. regardless right. of so, whether the storm's coming or not. Yeah. yeah. I thought about that with, like, a better, uh, uh, Kate, the, the lead. Just like, yeah, put a jacket on or something. <laughs> There's just times where I was like, it'd be really cold, like what you're doing right now. You, yeah. you would be freezing. Yeah. You know, just doing, like, these basic, like, running or, you know, flying down a helicopter. It'd be very cold yeah. to go do that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, too much of the monster. Some of it, like when we do get the two-headed thing, I was like, "Oh, that's cool!" And then we just saw it for way too long. Yeah. And then after a while, I was like, "Oh, this looks stupid." Now. Please, just flash, just, just flash, flash it. it. Yeah. You know, have it run away, or you know what? I know it didn't make any money. Add some more money. Build it. <laughs> build that <laughs> thing. Build it. Practical effects. Probably would have been cheaper. Greg Nicotaro is still around. Go find him. Yeah, something just looks like there's a scene, um, kind of when the thing breaks out and then it kind of just turns into this like monster, you know, man versus monster movie. Um, Kate takes the the torch, you know, uh, the flamethrower gun to like the inside of this building, and those flames just look so bad. Yes, yes. yeah, she's just like standing in the middle and everything's burning. I was like, this doesn't look real, and I feel like fire should be something that you should be able to create. Make it yeah. look good. And I also... There there was a scene where, where the monster's, like, in a room or something, and there's these claws, like, slamming through the yeah. walls. And it's like, oh, it's this massive beast. And it just seems so... Knowing that it is a prequel now, it seems so out of context, because it never got that fucking crazy later. Right. Yeah, maybe... The... F- Oh, are we talking about the original or the, the new one? The new one has yeah. a scene where the where these there's like claws or yeah. something like or tentacle claw things smashing through the walls, yeah. and it happens like there's like ten of them in this yeah, huge like this crab thing. Yeah, yeah, and, and you just see things busting through the wall, and they're like holy shit! But it never got to be that monstrous of a thing in the original. No, I mean that final, the final one. The other thing he throws the Molotov cocktail. You know, it's bigger than Kurt Russell, but it's not so gigantic. That, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is, because, uh, so I was reading the trivia, 
So there were no blueprints for the Norwegian base. What they did was they watched the original, and then using Kurt Russell's height, they used him like to build it to scale. You know, used him as a reference to build all this stuff out. Should apply that to the monster. They did a damn good job with yeah. that. Yeah. So there were parts of that I was like, man, I feel like they really are paying like homage to the original doing that. But then there were parts where I was like, yeah, the cre- that's way too big. Yeah. Yeah. No. That doesn't seem right. Uh, I also didn't like that nobody helped out Jonas when the little thing got on him and it was on him for like 30 seconds without biting him and everybody's just standing around. Everybody's got a pool cue in their hand. Just help the dude out. There was no character. Like, the first one, I feel like every character kind of got like a little personality. Yeah. This one, not so much. It's just like... They're just there to die. The three doctors, I was like, those dudes are interchangeable. They, they look alike. Yeah, I could not tell. I don't know who was who. And then, like, you know, Lars and Ulrich and Jonas, like, none of them, like, were able to, like, distinguish themselves. Except for Jonas. I think it was just his face. But maybe I was just too much Game of Thrones. But, yeah. Nobody helped that dude out. Yeah. <laughs> that thing was on them. And I was like, somebody jump into action here. But, put yourself in that situation. Yeah. You're in fucking Antarctica. Yeah. But I th- At that point, the Americans had already jumped in to well, save the day and fuck everything up. Here's the thing, though. They also knew they pulled some weird shit and saw some weird shit in the ice. Yeah. So they should have been prepared for something weird. Yeah. If you weren't prepared for something weird, I can see just freezing and be like, uh, this is a joke. Yeah. But since... They- at that point, they'd already seen yeah, it. Yeah, at that point, yeah, they should have jumped into action. Because the Americans had already survived the helicopter at that point. Um, they had already seen the woman turn into the thing. Uh, so yeah, at that point, they get, they gotta be ready to, yeah, to jump jump yeah. into action, knock that tiny thing off the dude's arm. Um, this is just a small nitpick, but it bothers me. And it's not just the thing; it's every horror movie, action movie thing. Which is throughout the entire movie, the thing strikes very fast. It, those tentacles come out, and then it's just like boom through the heart. It stabs um, Eric Christian Olsen like just real quick, gets in the thing. Except when it comes face to face with Kate, yeah. and it just kind of like backhands her. <laughs> like, or just kind of like when it's the woman just creeps up behind. Yeah, her, and then like, transforms slowly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I that part I was like, oh, I do like that. That the thing was like, oh, you know, I think it was Lars, and then pulls her to another room, and then it turns out she's the thing. That's a great reveal. But yeah, I just got this like slow transformation. I was like, every other time it's very quick, but. <laughs> Except when it's convenient when not it's, to be. Yeah, when it's the star and you gotta have a scene. Yeah, yeah. he was like, "Well, we'll just kind of, kind of slow this down for a little yeah. bit." Was this post uh, Scott Pilgrim? I think, yeah, I think this is post Scott Pilgrim, um, pre Cloverfield. Those are my only three movies I know her from. Yeah, yeah. She's good though. She get more work. So she was on a season of Fargo. Yeah, she was on Fargo season three. Yeah. Um, let's see. There were, uh, yeah, so that, that always bothered me. Um, just in every heart, just where it's like, man, you were moving so quick and then you decided to slow down. I do, and this should have been in the good, but it, it was more of just kind of the nods. Um, and it was kind of rewatching the thing where, um, one of the guys is listening to, uh, Superstition. Which yes. plays into the movie, yeah. uh, you know, everybody being suspect. I like that Kate was listening to uh, "Who Could It Be Now" yeah. by Mandana. Yeah, that, like, that was just such a great, like, I caught that subtle too. thing. Um, I wish that would have been part of the whole movie. <laughs> just these, like great 
Great things. Uh, do we need a sequel to The Thing 2011? No. And, and by sequel, I mean prequel, spin-off, sequel. Just a continuation of the story one way or the other. Uh, no, I don't. I think I think we could be done with this. Yeah. Do you want to see a movie? I like the ending of both these. Uh, I did see some backlash on, you know, just doing my research. People don't like the ending of Things 2011 because you don't know how the Kate. But no one brings up that you don't know what happens with McCready and Childs. Right. At the end, I was like, no, that's why it's great. You don't know what happened to her, just the way you don't know what happened to McCready and Childs. They froze to death. What about a third movie? Kate, McCready, Childs. It's still 1982. It's just the next day. All three of them get together and have to fight the thing on the Russian base now. It's <laughs> only 50 miles the other direction. Oh, uh, man. You can I... do some crazy, like, Kate, uh, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winston, she, she's the same, right? She probably doesn't look that much different than she did seven years ago. No. You'd have to do some crazy, like, it's st- it's Kurt Russell and it's Keith David, but you CGI them to make it look like they're from 1982. <laughs> and that's just the whole movie. It's just this weird, like, how do they do this to right. Kurt Russell? <laughs> you yeah, get a I, I think uh, I'm a little hung up on... I like what the, I like the end. Yeah. I like how the end of the 2011 is literally footage from 1982's yes. movie. I mean, there's that when the dog's sprinting away, it's obviously a different dog, but then they cut to the actual footage. Yes. But, so, this dog is the Norwegian dog, but at the beginning of the 1980 movie, 82 movie, the dog just jumps up on the dog handler, the American dog handler, like yeah. it, and the dog it seems to know him. Like, that is the only, like, inconsistency yeah. of it. Well, he's, he's the thing. At that point, he was just like... <laughs> This guy, I need I need this guy to earn this guy's trust. Yeah, because um, in the but you would think that they'd be like, what's this? What where the hell does strange dog come yeah. from? And I mean, well, they kind of pieced it together that it was well, the Norwegian. It was it, the dog from the, was from the Norwegian base, and for whatever reason, those guys were chasing because they had gone crazy. Well, they pieced together that the guy, the guys were trying to kill the dog, kill the dog, yeah. But they never came out and. Because oh, you think as the rest more... of the movie goes on, it's yeah. like it's his dog. Yeah. Like it was one of his dogs that, you know, was out wandering. Right. Um, they never, like, came out and said, yeah. this is the dog from the Norwegian base. So you want a sequel that cleans that up? The dog. <laughs> the dog no, no, I don't no, need yeah. it cleaned up. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, that is, uh, the only way you can go is either you go, if you're going to do a sequel or a, just a continuation of the story... You either have to go the day after the 1982 movie. That'd be weird, because then you have 2011, you have 1982, and then you have, like, 2000, 2020. It's just the day after. We do know that there's another base. I think that's what the video game is based off of, is the Russian base. Um, I can't remember. Then the only other way you can go is you do a prequel to the prequel. So you just have the aliens land on um, Antarctica. And they freeze. I probably wouldn't want to see that. No. In the script, so the director, the writer and director of Thing 2011, he had a different ending, which they uh, didn't film, you know, as they did in the script, but he kind of had more backstory to the thing, which was that that wasn't the thing's spacecraft. That the thing, there were aliens taking specimens from other planets. They brought the thing aboard their spacecraft. Then the thing turned into aliens. And they crashed their uh, plane or their spacecraft into Antarctica. So the thing 
that they pull out isn't even from that plane. It's it's from somewhere else. That'd be interesting, but you need humans in a movie. I'm not going to watch a movie about aliens. And that honestly makes... That actually makes more sense. Yeah. Because... It just does. Yeah, that's why they... That's why it was crash-landed. That's why the guy... Yeah. That's why this... this When they're like, why would he escape the comfort of his... His aircraft, or, you know, his spaceship, knowing... You know, not knowing the elements or stuff. And it's like, oh, maybe he's looking for warmth. It was that pilot alien was... Uh, Dead. Or it was the thing. Yeah. And it was going to go find more people yeah. to kill. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's kind of interesting. But yeah, it didn't make it into the final movie. Um, it would have been hard. It kind of would have been... That's a lot of explanation, yeah, I think. Yeah, they would have had to do, like, five minute just explanatory and where where did that information come from? Yeah. How You know, how did they, you know, sloop that out? Yeah. Uh, I think he had... And yeah, maybe it just wasn't clear. was that Kate kind of stumbles upon the, the spaceship and it's kind of... A mirror of McCready finding the Norwegian base is that Kate would then find the alien base where it's like, oh, what the fuck happened here? But yeah, probably just not clear. And then yeah. it's like, yeah, well, where do you get the information that? Because you know, I just lump all aliens together. <laughs> They're all the things, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, what about a remake of the thing? Is it time that they do just a true remake of either 1982's movie or this movie, which is? Kind of a soft remake. Oh man, no! I'm gonna say no. We don't need it. I I just don't know how you can. You, they have to commit to completely reinventing a franchise. Yeah, and they would have to commit to three movies easily. Three. If they remade the 1982, yeah, then they would have to remake the prequel or. Or do something. I don't know. Or unless someone's remaking it and they go, 2011 is canon. We're remaking 1982's. And it fought... So, what happened in 2011 exists. And then in 2020, we're remaking 1982's The Thing. But yeah, if you're going to remake the first... If you're going to remake 2011's, you got to remake 1982's. Yeah, I mean, I I think if they were to do a sequel, the way you're suggesting would be the way to do it. It would be a remake of the 1982 first. Yes. And then from there, a sequel that maybe then Kate somehow gets to the Russian base and whoever is playing Mac's character gets there too. Yeah. They shouldn't. Uh, This movie was fine. I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to enjoy it. But... The thing with trying to remake the thing is that you go, oh, the technology's better so we can do better effects. Because, you know, the 1902's dated, but I still don't know how you re... You're either going to do a bad imitation of, like, the Kurt Russell, or you're going to try to do your own spin on it and it just it may not be as good. So then you're right where you left off in 2011. It's like, well, it looked better, but it's not as, you know good of a film i think they would lose the suspense and mystery yeah with the remake that was i mean that's the best part of the original yeah it's like oh fuck who is the alien yeah so i think the only way to redo the thing is to do a based on and just have it be an alien that can take the yeah new uh don't send in antarctica yeah, new 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 storyline. Call it the thing from another world. Yeah, new storyline. Say we're, yeah. we're we're uh, oh it's based it's based on the novella. We're setting it somewhere else that way you don't even think yeah. about. Instead of Kurt Africa, Russell. it's in Alaska. Yeah, there you go. Because it's being a cold weather. Like a des- desert. 
Oof. You need the isolation. Desert, desert's just, desert scenes and movies just aren't that thrilling to me. Yeah. Where I love winter, I love winter shit in movies. What about a tropical beach? Like, what about a, a, a plane crash lands on a deserted island? Or there are researchers on a deserted island? Could that work? If, if you're just taking out of Antarctica, you gotta set it somewhere else. I think, let's take it off of land altogether and yeah. let's put it on a boat. Ooh, a in boat. The ocean. They could be coming from Antarctica. So it's right. still the same thing. Yeah. They got a specimen from Antarctica. They're now traveling by they're boat on, they're to... They're on a research vessel. South Africa. Yep. From there, the thing gets out. It's like, we can't dock this boat until we figure out who the thing is. Yep. That could be good. Yeah. So, if, if, you, if you're going to do... I, I say don't do a remake, but if you were... <laughs> That's what you gotta do. You can't set it in Antarctica because it was done pretty well the first time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's in it? Maybe, maybe the, yeah, I don't know. What is it? A fucking penguin? They got penguins there, they, yeah. They capture some penguins, go to the zoo. Next thing you know, it's a rhino at the zoo. Oh, yeah. Next thing you know, it's a kid. The problem with setting, and this is why it's so great setting in Antarctica, is because if you set it in a, if it takes place in a city, it's just so easy for the thing yeah. to just win. Yeah. And then, at that point, the end of the movie would just be stupid. Because I go, either the thing acted stupidly and didn't transform as much as it should have been, um, or it did, and then I was like, well, let's play this movie. It just took over. <laughs> took, took over the whole thing. Seems like something The Rock would make. Seems like Rampage. <laughs> it's just like, all these people would be dead. Millions of people would have died. Um, the Thing, 2011. Did we need it? No, no, no. I enjoyed it far more than I thought I yeah. would, but I don't think we needed it. I think we could have left it alone. I'm going to say yes, and only for this reason, because it would be a hypocritical of me. If we did this show, my episode 276, and we said, we're watching 1982's The Thing, a remake of 1951's The Thing from Outer Space, and then we asked the question, would you like to say a sequel, a prequel? I would have said yes, and I would have said... You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see what happened on that Norwegian base. In that sense, 2011 did that. So I can't be a hypocrite and say, oh, had this movie never existed, I would have asked for it to be made. But then it, I saw it and I was like, it's not that good. They should have never made it. I can't be that guy. <laughs> like, watching 1982, seeing that movie, I've always just been like, oh man, I wonder what happened on that base. <laughs> like, because they get there and it's just, it's such a cool way to do a movie. I uh, guess I was. Which is I like, was, I was. Uh, it is a cool way to do. Just a movie. be like, the monster's already out. We but, don't, and we know nothing about but it. But I was, I was satisfied with what happened on the base, which was shit went down. Yeah, and I'm fine with that being what happened. Is those three words, shit went down. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I just know how I would have answered the question because the question was answered. When shit went down at the American base. Oh, yeah. Because what happened there is the exact same thing that yeah. happened at the Norwegian base. So I didn't need to know that for a prequel. Because I knew. Right. I knew what happened. Hindsight's 2020. <laughs> I'm just saying, had this movie never existed, and you asked me that question doing this show in 2018 about 1982s, I know my answer would have been, I would have liked to see what happened. I know I would have said yes, so I can't take it back. 
because I've seen what the final product was, and like, uh, yeah. So I, I'm just being true to myself, and I say, yes, we did need but it. But we know what happened there. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. I, we, we, know know what, we didn't have to see what happened there to know what happened there. Because you know it was exactly the same thing that happened at the American base. Yeah, man, I'm just being... So after the watching the 1982 thing... Right. Ignorance of 2011 you know, yeah. thing, or any... Rumblings of a remake or prequel or anything. Why would you say that when you know you saw the place in shambles? Then shit went down the American base. You don't need that answered because you know what fucking happened there. Right. I'm being honest with myself though. <laughs> we do this every episode. Last wanna, episode when I we w- said, "Hey, do we need a sequel or prequel to Home Alone?" And I go, "You know what would be cool?" And then I threw out uh, a thing that I, I don't think it's ever going to get made. Which I go, yeah, make a third one. It should be adult McCauley poking, <laughs> and he captures the wet bandits. I just throw that in the ether, and I go, yeah, I'll just say that. Well, then, if four years later, they did it, it I would look foolish if I said, they should have never done that. Even though I'm on record saying, yeah, they should have made it. So, just thinking how I would have answered the question, I go, yeah, I guess I did wish it into existence, and I got it. <laughs> you think about that next time... We do this show, and I say, would you like to see a sequel prequel? And you go, you know what character they should have? I'd like to see a little prequel. Because I know we've done that. I know we've like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just, so I'm just being honest with myself. I go... I'm just being honest with you. Your reasoning for wanting a, yeah. to see what happened on the Norwegian base doesn't... Compre- I can't comprehend your reasoning. Because it would have been cool. <laughs> he goes I would rather... I, I think... If this was 1982 and we had just watched this, yeah, I'd be like, do you want to see a sequel? I think we both would have said, yeah, I want to see what fucking happens to Kurt Russell. Oh, no, see, in 1982, I go, I like that. I don't know. <laughs> Where do you stand? This is, this is uh, um, outside of should there be people. I, I just honestly know, I would have said, how'd that two-headed creature come to exist? I want to know. Why were they chasing that dog? Now I know why they were chasing that dog. Why didn't... Why didn't the Norwegian stop when all the Americans were like, hey, stop? It's because in the prequel they answered, he didn't speak English. They answered that. It was very smart. How did that axe get in the door? <laughs> Joel Edgerton put it there. Um, where do you stand? 1982's The Thing. It ends. McCready. Childs. Everything's burning. They, they resign themselves that they're going to die. They share a bottle of whiskey. Bottle of hooch. Bottle of hooch. There's a theory, I, I don't know if you know the theory, is that Childs is the thing. And that what McCready has given him is a Molotov cocktail to drink. And because he does not react to the gasoline in the Molotov cocktail, McCready now knows Childs is the thing and that they were just going to sit there and die together. Because he kind of... Th- th- there's looks that, that are trade. I've always took that to believe that they're still suspicious of each other. Do you think Childs is the thing? Um... It's a I, popular online theory about the movie. I, I I think I do think Childs is the thing. Right. Because he disappears but and Greedy goes, where'd you go? There There is this whole kind of like motivation of the thing that we don't know. Yeah. And this whole science to hit, to the thing becoming something. Yeah. Because in some cases you're like, oh, it, and it somehow absorbs their consciousness or right. does it? Is it uh, imitating... I, there's a weird. There's a lot of questions I have more on that side before I can truly answer that. But yeah, my gut says Childs is the thing because we know it's not Mac. Yeah, 
Or, or, or is it Mac? Is it a fucking Bowser Galactica type of yeah. thing with the Cylons? I think neither one of them are. They don't gonna, even know you're a Cylon. They're just gonna die in peace. <laughs> but you know, they'll just—they both defeated the thing, and they're just gonna die being victorious. But I'm I like, proud a, of I like a happy ending. I'm proud of that. Yeah, um, one of these answered it. I can't. Oh, it, it was from the novella. Is that the thing? I, I thought I wrote wrote it down, but. Uh, blah, blah. Let's see. Ten, oh man, I don't know if I wrote it down. It does. It so it when the thing becomes you, it can replicate you perfectly, and also has your memories. So okay, anything you said to me, you would be able to say back to me as the thing. But um, the thing was like, even though you know gasoline isn't drinkable the thing wouldn't know that what he's being the thing's being given something and is being told hey you drink this and then can go through its mind and be like oh yeah i drink this here's how i would react to drinking but it did but if you because you're tri- he's tricking it into drinking gasoline right but that still doesn't really answer because i mean that's where you got to know like how much because if the thing if i was the thing yeah. and the thing had my consciousness right the thing know would know if something tastes bad, because I know if something tastes bad. Yeah, you know, see, now that's the tough part of the right. thing. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's a, it's actually pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that uh, it's a cool it's a cool mystery. I like the end of the thing where it's just yeah, you don't know. Yep, you don't know. It's just I like that. Uh, I like that. Not only do we not know, they don't know. Yeah, that McCready and Childs, they. Are just like, hey, we're gonna drink together, watch the sunrise or whatever. But they, the end, it does end with each of them giving each other a look, and it's just, yeah, even to their death, you don't know who the thing is and who's not the thing. Um, and who knows? Maybe the Russians showed up and rescued them. Yeah, and now they're all the things. What things dead? Maybe we're all things, <laughs> and we just don't know it because the thing reached uh, its end goal of just taking over. Is that what happens? Eventually? I don't know if that's its goal. What's that's its move? The, that's the thing. I don't know. Its I think motivation. it just wants to feed, right? Feed and spread. It's a virus. It just, yeah. Yeah, I guess. It becomes something. that, like That's how it hunts, is by replicating something. But it doesn't seem to... It, it, and, that's, and that's what's interesting. It doesn't... Um, doesn't divide? Doesn't become two? But then, uh, it does do that. Because at the end, you had... Um, doctor thing, Joel Edgerton thing, and dog thing. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And then I think in... A lot of things. 1982, yeah. Is that, yeah, it can become... I think they tried to show us that with, like, in the rec room when it, like, broke off into different things to attack. Okay. Yeah, like Jonas, but then at the end it just went back to becoming one big thing. But yeah, at the end, yeah, we had a dog... Doctor and uh, Joel Edgerton thing. Freaking dog. Yeah. I'll say this. Those Norwegians are bad marksmen. Oh, yeah. I know they're flying in a helicopter. Yeah. That dog's running through, like, shoulder-deep snow. Yeah. Also, Lars has been up for... Yeah, he's tired. 28 hours. Yeah, that's true. Who knows what happened to him when the Americans took his stuff? That's not really answered. Did he just lock him up or knock him out, I guess? <laughs> Yeah. So, 
man, I know we were going to wrap it up, now I have a question. When did Joel Edgerton turn into the thing? After? Was it before or after they returned from the crash? Before. You think it, wait. No. The thing is cunning, man. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's what's, <laughs> that's what's bizarre about it. Yeah. And sometimes it's just this, like, I, I'll kill you monster. Right. But then, like, when it's the pregnant lady. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's a cunning trickery thing. Like, yeah. so. Lures her to yeah. the room. Yeah. And then, and then that's, and, and then that, then it is like, do you know you're the thing? Yeah. Do you cease to, ex- do you do you cease to exist as soon as the thing becomes you? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Is yeah. there a little piece of you in there trying to like get out? It's crazy. Nah, I think you're it's dead. the most bizarre, yeah, unexplainable sci-fi cool shit. It's gotta be is. after the crash because when he returns, he's got his earring. So yeah, at some okay, point yeah, after, you're... I assume it's after his buddy Jameson dies. I don't know if the thing would show so much remorse for Jameson. I also, yeah, yeah. We'll never know. And you know what? I kind of like it. Yeah, and also, like, the, I don't buy necessarily in... I, I like what they did with the, the inorganic materials. The 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 bone splint. Yeah. The earring. The teeth the fillings. The fillings, yeah. I like they did that, but it still doesn't make sense because if it's just attacking your cells and becoming your cells, it would just become your cells around your molars. Or around your fillings. So you would still have your fillings. Or it'd become your earlobe inside your earring because you're not growing an earring. Yeah. But it's not becoming it's not taking over you, it's creating you. But every time this shows like the the microscopic view, yeah. it like it its cell like grabs the cell and then turns into the cell. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they didn't really explain that. Well, yeah, that's what like, I would say. It, it, it doesn't become you, it kills you and then it transforms itself but it can't create like Metal and stuff, so it's just they were getting although great clothes, if that's true. So, right, man, these movies are garbage. <laughs> <laughs> we're popping holes in this oh. balloon. Oh, 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 you, you, you can make a North Face jacket, but you can't make an earring. <laughs> Good thing, get out of here. Yeah, there, there's some, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Some... I just ruined that movie for myself. <laughs> just, yeah, why can't you make an earring? Unless it saves the clothes, yeah, it folds them up nicely and then puts them on. And it, you could do this with probably Terminator any, style. Any movie, especially a, a horror sci-fi yeah. kind of movie, there are inconsistencies. No, that's true. And, and I like that and, it can't create and continuity that you yeah. you can pop holes in like crazy. Uh, I like that it can't create because you know things gotta have a weakness. I like that. Yeah. Like, once you discover that, it's like okay, now I really look. For and it. it was super cool, and I knew immediately when she sees those chunk bloody chunks on the ground, I'm like. Oh, they're teeth fillings. Yeah. Like, I just knew. I'm like, that's got to be what those are. And, yeah. I, and it made sense in my head. But now as I think about it, I'm like, no, it doesn't make sense. Because then they showed the microscope. And yeah. It's well, all good. Can't work in 2018. Aren't everybody's fillings like uh, porcelain now? Probably. Yeah, they don't do the, the, or the uh, black. They're not the... They're not amalgam. They're uh, composite. Yeah. Composite now. Yeah. And, you know, more, more people floss. Everybody's got, like, a Sonicare, you know. <laughs> Plus, just check it. It's like, yeah, half the rooms are <laughs> on the other side. Can't tell by flashlighting them. Um, yeah, but you... That was... Uh, open your mouth. i got to shine this flashlight in there. I'll just watch them talk. 
Yeah. You make can it. pick up if someone's got feelings, just watch them talk. Yes. So. You could, uh, yeah. And then, you know what? Now you're not letting the thing. Into, know that you know something. Know that, you yeah. Know, yeah, play dumb. And then kind of like, okay, Lars, Jonas, these guys are cool. I'll pull them aside later. And then we're just going to break for it. I did like that That's one. That's the movie. I did like that one line. Oh, I'm the thing because I flossed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, if you have thoughts and opinions on the thing, if you want to explain how, how the science works, if you, I mean, I'm talking like, re- not just like some tweet like, oh, well, they said, no, I want like research paper. We could talk a long time about this movie. I actually. want. This whole, th- yeah, we yeah. could. It's pretty interesting. Which is why we needed it. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go out, I'm going to own the thing 2011. And when I watch the thing, I'm going to throw this one on first. Get get my fix. Roll of what's, into it. Get yeah. my fix of what's going on it's in the region. It's another one of those sequels. That's a that's a pretty decent roll in. Yes, uh, and it's great because they did this one after. Yep. Which I know they do a lot of these horror movies where it's like you know Friday Thirteenth Origins or Texas Chainsaw Massacre the beginning Leopard. You know, this one is and I haven't really seen those or paid as much attention like I did for the show, but this is a good one of those. Which is that yeah this. Finds the base, it digs the thing up, it shows us breaking out, which is what was on, and then from there it's just like, and then here's the hits. Did you ever hit us with the Rotten Tomatoes on these? Oh, uh, what do you think 1982's the thing got while well, I look it up? You telling me that it didn't do good well in the box office, but me thinking it's such a good movie. Yeah. I'm guessing maybe in the box it was, oh, Rotten Tomatoes, oh, no, no, no. A lot it's of higher. these are posts. Yeah, it's higher. It's gotta yeah. be like, is it like 75 on Rotten Tomatoes? 84. Okay, 84? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, most... I, I knew it would be higher than it probably was reviewed at in the 80s. Yeah, at the time. Because, yeah, yeah, so many posts, you know, and 2000. People, and people finally realized the brilliance of Kurt Russell. Yeah. Took a few years after that, but... I found it with Captain Ron. I loved Captain Ron. Uh, and then 2011's The Thing, 35. Oh, unfair. It's better than that. Yeah, it's that's an unfair rating. This is a... 50. This should be 50%. Yeah, 50, 60. Yeah. Middle of the, middle of the road movie. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, 35. It's, it's better than 35. Um, it's a shame I didn't see this sooner. Like, it's not a great movie, but it's a good movie. It's a yeah. fine movie for... Yeah, I enjoyed it. ...going to the theater and, like, like watching this last night. I enjoyed myself for an hour and a half. Yeah. It's, it's, I won't reach for it again, but there should just be a market for movies that just exist. Satisfy you for two hours and then you kind of just move on. And Absolutely. I, yeah. Ten years later, think finally. Back there there it. is. It's called the Avengers. Infinity War. <laughs> all those? those. It's called all the Marvel movies. Yeah. Entertain uh, you for two hours, then just move yeah. on. Yeah. That snowplow movie with Liam Neeson. That's gonna fit perfectly. That's into gonna this. fit perfectly. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's not good. It's not. Or it's not good. It's not bad. But for two hours, I was entertained. Yep. And at the end of the day, is that not all we ask for movies? <laughs> it's just, are you? Am I entertained for two hours? Uh, now do. This for this episode. We'll be back next week with another episode, uh, another movie. Until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, Guide to Sequel and Remakes. Dressing layers out there. It's cold. You, my friends, will all be immortalized as the people who made this discovery. Oh,